Welcome to a brand new episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but the podcast where we dissect this week's headlines and give you our in-depth and unsolicited opinions. I'm your host, Dara. And I'm your other host, Aaliyah. Welcome back. Welcome back. We made it. We made it. We made it another week. And we've got a great (sighs) edition of Long Story Short. Long story short, it was a bad time. All right. First thing up on the agenda, straight out the gate. Straight out the gate, breaking news today. <laughs> this isn't breaking news, but yeah. <laughs> it's news. Sort of. Megan McCain walks out of the view and Bill Cosby is walking out of prison. Oh my God. You're canceled. Canceled. Uh, no, but seriously, uh, Megan McCain's leaving the view. What do you. I'm going to miss the clips on Twitter. Yeah. I don't watch the view. But I did like seeing her go crazy on Twitter. I, for one, am relieved. Like, I'm relieved for Whoopi. I'm relieved for Joy. Oh, my God. Yeah. They probably both called each other as soon as they heard and just yelped. They were ecstatic. Yelped with Joy. Megan was leading them to an early grave. Whoopi? She had shaved years off their lives. Who do you think hates her more? I think joy because yeah. while Whoopi cannot stand her she gets under joy's skin so much she does more. like she i can does. definitely see like Whoopi being to her like why do you let this girl rile you up like that but i mean we have to thank megan though for her service and yeah. for and for the amazing clip of i megan mccain don't know where i'm gonna get the vaccine from <laughs> uh yeah so good riddance. No, Ding dong. Megan McCain, co-host of The View. Oh, oh, oh my God, how can I forget? The fact that I, Megan McCain, co-host of The View, uh, do, I don't know when or how I will be able to get a vaccine because the rollout for my age range and, and my health is, is so nebulous. I have no idea when and how I can get it. I want to get it. If you call me at 3 o'clock in the morning, I will go any place at any time to get it. <laughs> Ding dong, the wish is dead. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, but to honestly, On even f- yeah. worse news, Yeah. Bill Cosby's conviction has been overturned, and he's getting released from prison. That is so crazy. I know. It feels crazy even to say. It, fe- it felt like we had put that to bed, and like, like something good had actually happened, yeah. and like we had kind of all moved on to new se- new uh sexual assaulters that need to be pr- put in prison and just brand new predators a- brand new predators and just out of nowhere it seems obviously it's probably not out of nowhere for him or the court system because they've been appealing it for probably a long time but just out of nowhere but feels- i don't know where for us yeah because I, I don't even think we knew that his case was no up. or like even if i did hear like oh bill cosby's lawyers are bringing you don't appeal. think it's gonna go anywhere yeah, exactly and then it does that's crazy. Like, who is this judge? Well, I mean, I guess, like, apparently, like, it is crazy that the judge reversed the verdict. But, uh-huh. like, apparently, like, Cosby had made an agreement with the previous prosecutor of the case that uh-huh. if he testified in... um Another case? No, 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 no. If he Oh, if he testified in the civil deposition of... The woman who was suing him, like okay, but he testified in her civil case deposition, mm-hmm. and the agreement was if he did that, 
then he would not be prosecuted in criminal. Uh, there won't be any criminal charges brought. And so in the wow. deposition, he guess, admitted wow. to drugging women and sexually assaulting them. Oh but because he had made that agreement, he was kind of speaking openly like queen right, for a day. Queen, okay, okay. Yeah. And he Ugh. wasn't able to evoke his fifth amendment right against self incrimination. So like it's horrible, but like why his I lawyers mean, did find like that, like that technicality that is like insane. Yeah. That that agreement was made. And, and like, it's like, why do they need him to testify in a civil suit if they have enough, maybe they felt like they didn't have Yeah, because I don't evidence. think they ever felt like they had enough strong, strong enough to evidence to bring criminal charges. Right. Oh because God. the preponderance of evidence is way lower in a civil case than it is a criminal. Preponderance of evidence. Okay. Okay, girl. I see you. All right, Allie McBeal over <laughs> here. Olivia Pope. Jesus. Okay, girl. Oh, she's not a lawyer. She's not. She, I don't know. Uh, maybe. No. She handles things. She handles she's a things. handler. She, I think she she's shuts got, down situations. I think she's got some like background in law. Mm, well, law is law. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. So because of that, yeah, and also the judge who overturned the verdict, uh, also barred any further prosecution. So I guess like he can't. Yeah. Be for the other women. To, yeah. Because like you were saying. Only really one woman, even though there were lots of women who spoke out and said that this happened to them, only they really were only bringing the case was only about one woman. Right. And so I think there was Wait. some. And actually, I found her name. It's Andrea Constance. OK, so, yeah. So like the 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 trial or the case that put him in prison was about. Was, was just that one woman, Andrea. just about Andrea. Okay. Exactly. Not the dozens and dozens of yes. other. But like you were kind of saying earlier, um, before we were recording that, like, even though those women didn't get to see like their case prosecuted, like maybe they, maybe they felt some kind of like closure and the fact that he was just going to prison at all right and just now, knowing that at least he's in prison yeah and that there have been consequences that yeah. he's having right at least you get at least a modicum of peace from that but yeah. just to know that he's getting out and can't be tried yeah. again yeah when he was only in there for two years and he was doing this for decades so disturbing and what really like kind of like weirds me out about the Cosby case is like it's like the nature of his crimes and it's not like I think it's really easy to like like when you hear it to like distance yourself from like really violent crimes that like sound like something that like you could never happen to you but like the way he has a talked about these assaults and um it's like he didn't view them as assault. Right. He viewed that them was just, as sexual encounters. Yeah. That was just how he had sex. Yeah. That is like really what like weirds me out and like gives me this like ick. It's like it wasn't like, you know, the, the rapist who you see on like SVU where they're like mm. there's this semblance of power. And obviously that there's that here, too. But like they really view it as 
as an assault. As an assault. As and that's like the violence is so much a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that was just his normal way of having. Yeah. He called sex. them thigh openers. Yeah. He, he called quaaludes thigh openers. And it's not funny, but like CeeLo Green, if you remember him, yeah. had, has also been accused of these um, crimes as well. Of specifically drugging. Yeah. Okay. And that was his response as well of like, yeah, I don't think he called them exactly like uh, thigh openers, but like his his view on it as well was not, oh, I'm assaulting women. It's just like, oh, yeah, like I, you give a, gla- a woman a glass of wine and then you give her a quaalude. That's just how I do things. Wow. Like, what's wrong with that? That's just that's just it. Like, then if it's just if that's just it, then, then why like can't that? you ask her if she wants the quaalude? Right. And I mean, and that's obviously where it. It is like the power dynamic. Yeah, is about yeah, and yeah. He is, yeah. And like, but like, it's a for me. It also, I kind of view it as like that's why they like they like having sex that way with women because they just want women. Well, they don't want the possibility of rejection. Well, that, but just like they women are just bodies to them. Yeah, like they don't want you to be conscious or to you get don't have cons- a say in you this. don't have a say like it's all about them they like you're just a vessel you might as well be a whole to them uh, like that's what like yeah really just disturbs me it's like because obviously you like you think about like oh my god like why like you, you can't go down the vicious cycle of like why men rape like that's a whole thing but yeah. it's like why you want all your sexual encounters should be with women who are passed out. Yeah. It's like, because you don't view women as human beings. Right. They're just vessels for you to have sex with and to discard mm-hmm. and to not worry about and not have to talk to, or <laughs> it's just like, I know it's like, they can't even be conscious. Yeah. They can't even be conscious. You don't even want, want like, their Lord. eyes open. What? Yeah. Like, it's just, Are we checking for pulses? Probably not. Like the next up is like corpses. Yeah. Like it's just yeah, and and he certainly hasn't. And like uh, the sad thing is like he. I still don't think he thinks that this is a crime and that there was any like that he did anything oh, wrong. He feels so vindicated. So well, I what's mean, going to he's happen? Getting, he's getting fed. That yeah. this was a miscarriage of justice by yes. people closest to him. I mean, Felicia Rashad mm-hmm. tweeted yesterday. We played his wife on the Gossip Show, in case you didn't know. Finally, in all caps, exclamation, exclamation point, exclamation point, a miscarriage <sighs> of justice has been corrected. And then today she walked it back. Yeah, well, because uh, the University of uh, Howard University made it, put out a statement because she was named Dean there. Of the like performing arts department, yeah, in May, so pretty recently, yeah, and so they were like, mm, yeah, "No, we do not support, this, do view. Not support this view." And I'm yeah. sure they reached out to her because, yeah, she sent subsequent tweets walking it back, talking about how she, you know, respects victims and, yeah, and it's hopes, just wishes for their healing. Yeah, it's like, it's like oh what? I mean, obviously, they're just so. I mean, his wife has obviously supported him, like. And this is not just him, like tons of women support sexual assaulters. Yeah. Um, and it's certainly not everyone on the Cosby show. Like Lisa Bonet has said things to the effect of, I I mean, like look at her relationship with him, that like yeah. she was, 
doesn't view him as this like fatherly figure. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's sad. It's sad. But what's next? Oh my God. Even more. That's literally what I was thinking. I was like, Oh my gosh, this one is just like, I just wanted to, sorry. I just like wanted to talk about this, even though it feels like, well, I want to talk about because no one seems to be talking about it. Like I haven't, I, I saw this, this news item at, a bottom of a I read this weekly uh article in stereo gum that, that just wraps up like pop music of the week yeah at the end they always have the kind of news items and it's usually just like nothing insignificant like someone so broke up like nothing right and this was buried within there that um Chris Brown uh has been accused of hitting another woman and I was like what like this happened like why and it's like i it feels like it's because no one's talking about it because it's like that's just what we've come to accept from him and yeah. like it's just okay it's like another entertainment story yeah. Like, yeah we're just watching this like train wreck he's gonna kill some, a woman yeah. one day yeah you know we're, we're just like oh no it that's we just accepted him. it as like another like celebrity saga yeah and then what disturbed me even more is because I try so much to like tune him out and like not yeah. go on with is that then learning about the other things that he's also been accused of in yeah. very recent years. Obviously everyone knows the Rihanna story. But then since then, his ex girlfriend, um, Karuchi Tran, uh, has a five year restraining order against him, yeah. which she filed in 2017. She said that um, he punched her in the stomach. Yeah. Like, that's. Kurt Tran is like weighs 85 pounds. Yeah. Like, not She's that like that five, much, but it's one. like. No, I, yeah, I know what you mean. It's just like, just the imagery of it yeah. is just so disturbing. It's like, um, why is he just like able to just like run around physically assaulting anyone. anyone but i mean he has a violent history with men and women he's literally right. just a violent he's person. a violent person that we just let continue to have this flourishing music career yeah that everyone does music with no one is like really and it's like it's almost as like the music industry because we are trying to get to a new era yeah. of holding sexual assault assaulters yeah. you know accountable that like the, the music industry has like made this deal that like chris brown can like exist in the underbelly yeah of the music industry but still able to make millions of dollars yeah. he just like he can't be at he the won't grammys. be at the grammys yeah he can't be at the vma i mean he really he's not even at like yeah. the BET awards, awards where, where i feel like he was yeah. able to continue to go to even after the rihanna mm-hmm. incident but like now it's like okay you can exist because you can make so much money online yeah. in your own way that you don't need the capital M capital yeah. I music industry. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's not enough because no. still artists like Drake, Drake, her, her work with him. Future, make huge, huge, huge mainstream artists work with that. him. Yeah. And I won't even go. So he's still Drake. able to tour and yeah. yes, people still buy his tickets. So the whole thing is rotten. Yeah. It's rotten from the core. And I mean, sorry, we should back up and say exactly what happened. This was, this came out on June, June 22nd. So again, like I said, like I just found out about this yesterday or two right. years ago and this happened a while, like a minute ago. 
he was accused of hitting a woman during an argument in Los Angeles at his home. Um, the woman said that, um, uh, the woman alleged that Brown smacked her in the head hard enough for her hair weave to fall out and no injuries were, were reported other than that. And it's unclear if Brown will face any charges. He won't no, like he wasn't he arrested won't. that night. They only he, took yeah. an incident report. Yeah. And then they kicked it to the attorney's office, mm-hmm. to the prosecutor's office, the city, which yeah. means that charges probably won't get filed. Yeah. And they said it would be a misdemeanor anyway, because she didn't have any evidence of an assault. Right. And there's no witnesses. Yeah. And then after and then sorry to circle back to the other recent things that have happened after yeah. the, after Karuchi Tran in 2017 he, and then in 2018, he was accused of presiding over a drug fueled orgy at his home where a woman was sexually assaulted by two of his associates. Oh, my God. And then in 2019, he was released um, after being detained in Paris on aggravated assault aggravated rape sorry and drug offenses every year basically since rihanna yeah he keeps getting like arrested or charges filed but then the charges are dropped and nothing ever really happens. and that's what's kind of like i feel like it's like with like the internet culture and like people kind of digging up like kind of like realizing like oh like older people who have done bad things and yeah. we're kind of like reevaluating things like uh, I guess like Woody Allen can be an example, but yeah. it's like it all really like reevaluate reevaluating their art, like yeah, and like as well as like the position of, yeah, of celebrity I mean, that they yeah. yeah, but it's like it all rings so hollow when there's something currently going on and no one's quote unquote canceling him. Like right. we're not learning the lessons we're not, of yeah. the documentaries, right? It's like. It, I I know, but I think that, and I I a hundred percent agree with you, yeah. and and you're absolutely right. But I think it speaks to the powers and the mechanism yeah. of celebrity and power. Yeah, it's like there is this effort to try and hold people accountable for doing like yeah. criminal acts. This isn't about cancel culture. It's like we're trying to hold powerful people accountable for criminal acts. The right. way the same way everyday right. people get held accountable. Right. For. Right. 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 I right. mean we're talking about deconstructing power. Mm-hmm. I mean that's not gonna happen quickly. So it I mean documentaries and news articles about Woody Allen and R. Kelly do help shift the conversation. Yeah. But it doesn't help like the system is still firing on all systems but right and you know what but like on all gears uh all cylinders cylinders (laughs) but you know what it also like kind of how i view it is like when like woody allen while he was and still is incredibly active obviously like even before like he got kind of officially officially i'm just using cancel as like yeah lack of a better word officially officially canceled in this past couple of years he wasn't like his peak reign was kind of over mm, no i, I wouldn't not. say that i would not i guess the argument i was gonna make is like we do i went to see woody allen movies in middle school no i know i'm talking yeah i know i'm talking about like yes i know that time i'm saying well the argument i'm trying to make is that like we're fine with canceling people like when their career is kind of like over. Cause like you're not giving up anything right. like R Kelly was not, was definitely not at the peak of his like career when all I this was going saying. down. Yeah. So it's like the whole point is that like, like 
it doesn't mean anything if you can't if we don't stop it in the process yeah and like i mean i'm obviously not a fan of chris brown but like you have to give up his music like you we don't need it and i don't care that you like it or that these people like it's like you can't just get you can't just cancel the people who are kind of at the low rungs like not making super popular music because it's not you know you're not losing anything it's like if you view taking chris brown out of the music industry as losing something and that 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 is more valuable than holding someone accountable and like for abusing women and putting them in prison and like that's messed up yeah like that doesn't mean anything if you just do it when it's easy yeah when someone's career is over you're not losing anything and from the culture force fed the story when you've been force fed the proof yeah as opposed to just looking at the facts right in front of you right, right? i mean i think this is proof because yeah the fact the matter is is that when r kelly was doing what he was doing mm-hmm. at, like the documentaries didn't expose anything it just organized them in a way that people could digest it. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, because the media kept like saying things, but not saying things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like that's, well, people would make jokes about yeah. it and they would dance yeah. around it. And no one really kind of knew what was going on. Yeah. You're right. They just like put it all together for people to digest in one go to really understand. And like, you could easily do that with Chris Brown. Now you but, could like, make this documentary I'm thinking like, is the overall, like, if we keep letting people like Chris Brown yeah. and R. Kelly's careers to flourish, I mean, aren't we as a society kind of like that's our answer? Like, yeah. we're not stopping listening to them because we don't want we to. We don't want to. No, we don't. And, like, maybe a lot of people don't care about certain women who they don't Black feel women. fits the type of women yeah. that deserve to be protected if yeah. they get abused. Yeah. I do wonder, like. Or they think, you know, why do they why do they hang out with them? Mm-hmm. They victim blame. I, yeah, I do wonder if it was like a white pop, male pop yeah, star who like, was doing this to white women, right. what would happen? Or if Chris Brown were beating white women. Yeah, like, right. I don't oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all the women who have brought charges, but I suspect that most They're of them all are black, black and brown. Yeah, for, I think so too. Which is just like shows like. Which was. A, and I think when, when men when black men abuse mm-hmm. specifically only black women, it yes. like shows so much yes. about what they think and know that they can get away with. And that was a running um, theme throughout the whole R. Kelly trial was that if even one of those young women had been white, whole all of Chicago would have shut down, Yeah, you know, but because they were no, all black. no one cared. Yeah. Took 20 years for people to care. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, long story short, it wasn't that short. Wasn't but yeah, exactly. We do. I know we actually do have another main story. We do. That was not our <laughs> main story. That was not our main story. All right. Have you heard about this? Have I heard of TikTok? Have you heard of TikTok? I am on the TikTok. I'm not a TikToker, but well, I am on I think it. it's pretty incredible what's happening. Uh, a lot of black TikTokers are boycotting the app whoa because there's been this ongoing conversation amongst black creators that all the plagiarism and thievery that happens by their white counterparts is right it's too much and it's going on for far too long and they're how, sick of it well what's how do you mean like what's what's getting plagiarized like well how's it happening the a lot of the 
most viral popular trends mm-hmm. on TikTok are created by black creators. Often like and dances and things. Yeah, there's but even dances, like- there's challenges, yeah. there's even like you know skits that other mm-hmm. people then go and recreate which is all the point of tiktok right. it's all kind of supposed to be like a recreation of a recreation mm-hmm. that's half the fun but the fact of the matter is is that a lot of the original content is created by black tiktokers specifically yeah and then they do it and it gets kind of popular mm-hmm. and a lot of times they get really popular but then a white person will come and do it and then it'll explode and it's not just about the fact that okay they get more likes. It then turns into monetary deals, and people are getting famous, hugely famous, a lot of money by copying yeah. content created by Black TikTokers, uh-huh. not crediting them, yeah. and they're just being left in the dust. So cultural appropriate, or I mean, yeah, it's a tale of all time. It's not just that. Then they post it, and then they make money off of it. The TikTok algorithm mm. is specifically formulated to push those white faces up to the yep. top of the algorithm. Yeah. So they kind of just, the white creators just kind of sit back and wait yeah. for content to be created. Then they make the videos knowing what the algorithm is going to do. And it's not just white faces. The algorithm also favors backgrounds that are signifiers that of, you know, well, outer, upper middle class yeah. economics. Yeah. Do. So, you know. Think of island kids, okay? Yeah, and yeah. I'm not talking about the Caribbeans. No, yeah, yeah. That's why you see so many like, um, you get so many like vacation. Yeah. T- like people like on vacation TikToks, yeah. like as if I give enough. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. So wait. So what's going on with this boycott or the strike? Okay. So after all this has been going on, Eric Lewis, who is a really really funny TikToker, I actually mm-hmm. follow him. He's awesome. He called for the boycott himself. He did it the day before Juneteenth. And he made a video where uh, he was like, I'm sick of all of us making all the content and getting Mm. zero credit. And the tipping point for him was not just the taking of the dances. It's when he kept seeing white girls making videos for the black Barbie challenge. Mm, and that Nicki Minaj he felt like that was just like a disrespect of just boundaries. Yeah. Um, he, they actually interviewed him for uh, the Washington post. Okay. And he said, I just thought it was really weird that it was that specific <laughs> part of the song that, cause they would, the white women would make the video and it's not like they were making a video for the whole song. Right. Just They'd that only line. make a video for the line I'm gonna read it to you that says I'm a fucking black Barbie pretty face perfect body I'm a fucking black Barbie pretty face perfect body now why, why? would a white woman want to call herself a black Barbie how so and so exactly how and so the whole conversation started and like black women were making TikToks about it and white women who were being allies were making TikToks saying like mm-hmm. I know the reason they're doing it it's because they love pissing off black people and black women in particular whoa wait 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 like what do you mean they love pissing off like, like black women asked them to stop to uh-huh. not do this yeah and they kept and then white Ugh. women would make like stitch videos showing black oh, women being like my God. you can't do this and then they would no like literally it's whoa. wild Oh my god, just a oh my god, okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. So just blatantly 
hating black women yes. cool. and being upset that there's something they feel that they, they can't, can't do. do white people hate when there's something that they can't do yeah. they want to say the n-word mm-hmm. so freaking so badly. badly so in response to this then eric lewis makes a video where he plays a snippet of the new megan the stallion song mm-hmm. thought shit mm-hmm. and puts in the text made a new dance mm-hmm. and then goes psych flips the bird and uh-huh. says I'm not making any more dances. Yes. This app would be nothing without black people. True. So it's really interesting that like m- the most coverage about the boycott yeah. has been centered around the Megan Thee Stallion mm-hmm. single. And that's really interesting because it's actually showing that the boycott is working. Yeah. Because her new song thought shit uh, came out like what, a couple weeks ago. Two- uh, yeah. It looked, it, yeah, it was in like early June. Mm hmm. June 7th, actually. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. So the last, like, five Megan Thee Stallion songs Mm -hmm. garnered so much attention. Hits, hits, hits. Hits, 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 hits by being a viral TikTok song. So if you look at the numbers, her past few songs, Body was Mm -hmm. used in in 1.5 million TikTok videos. Then Captain Hook was 2.5 million and a million for Crybaby. Mm-hmm. WAP was used over 4 million times. And then obviously Savage with Beyonce was used 22 million times in all in TikTok videos. Oh, wow. TikTok. TikTok. But, and just to kind of compare, Thought Shit so far as of June 25th has only been used in 37,000 TikTok videos. Wow. Now, it's been out only for like a month yeah. or so. Yeah. But... I do think those numbers kind of speak to like, obviously, and there's been no dance created, right? There has been no dance created. And like, there are videos of like, I've seen TikTok videos where people have kind of montage other white TikTokers trying, Trying. attempting to make dances. Like I can't even honestly call them dances. And this is from someone who was cannot dance, blessed with melanin and cursed with no rhythm. I would never ever yes. <laughs> embarrass myself like that. Yeah. And so there has been no dance. Everyone's oh like still God. like we're waiting. Like if you say you got this. Yeah. If you can do this, this, then do it. So and it's not just dances. It's like the renegade challenge, the get mm-hmm. up challenge. And some of the main kind of culprits uh of TikTok culture vulturing have been Addison Ray. And something we call what do we, she's a, a Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah. Now Ooh, they yeah. are the two most successful, I think, TikTokers who have they gone they the most into Charlie the, the Queen of TikTok at one point. Exactly. And Addison Ray has a new Netflix movie coming out, and she's started a, a music career. Oh dear God. Okay. So I liked, sorry, I like the part about the the Jimmy Fallon part that you had in here. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of getting lost in my. Are we paused? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're live, baby. We're live. Okay. We're running. Okay. Okay. So, and this kind of boiled to the surface when Addison Ray, mm-hmm. when we call an Addison Ray, was shown on Jimmy Fallon dancing like a banshee fool to all of the TikTok that dances was that had so all been bad. created by black people that was so bad it was hard to watch that it was i mean she can't dance she can't dance it's painful it's stupid jimmy fallon such a effing like he's just 
the worst. He really is. Like, he does this stuff, like, all the time. Yeah. Um, and another thing that happened with Charlie D'Amelio is that the woman who created the Get Up Challenge, Nicole Bloomgarden, mm-hmm. a black woman who created the dance. Yeah. She turns on the television, and Charlie D'Amelio is doing the dance at the NBA All-Star Game. She also cannot dance. She also cannot dance. And Nicole says about this, her reaction to it is way more humble and graceful than it needs to be. She says, I don't believe I should have been invited to the finals games because Charlie has 118 million followers. She has like literally a fraction of that. But it was kind of like, oh, look at my dance being performed at this huge stadium arena Mm -hmm. and no one knows who created this dance. No one knows it was me. That's tough. I'm not one to, you know, tell someone how to feel. It's like, girl, get angry. But I would argue that the reason that Charlie has 118 million followers and you have mm-hmm. a fraction is fruit of the poisonous tree. Yeah. It's because it was set up like that. Like, you created the dance. This woman's a professional dancer. Oh, Charlie wow. D'Amelio is not. Who do you think is doing the dance better? Right. I've seen the video. She is. Yeah. So the reason why you don't have 118 million followers and she does is the, that's the issue. Yeah, that's that's what we're talking about. That's yeah. the issue. The system working effectively. Yeah, exactly. But I guess as like a reaction to the all-star fiasco, now Charlie tags the black content J- creators. Jelia she... Harmon. Is that, did you say her name? Sorry. No, her name is Nicole Bloomgarden. Oh, sorry. Jelia Harmon is another okay. Uh, oh, TikTok that creator mm-hmm. who who did the Renegade Dance Challenge. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. sorry, cool. And I'm sorry, Nicole Bloomgarden did the Out West Challenge. Ah, you so know, many challenges. So many challenges. I don't get the challenges on my uh, algorithm. I don't either. I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, me too. That's not really what I go to TikTok for. Yeah, but yeah, it's just. Do you bl- think? that this boycott will lead to any actual I mean how do you kind of control well it depends on yeah I know it's like how do you control something as giant as TikTok because when you originally brought this up to me I immediately thought of Vine which was basically the first draft of TikTok but it was six second clips um but there were so many um like Shawn Mendes got popular off of Vine um that's crazy i I always forget that that is so crazy yeah it's really weird but why vine kind of not why a part of the reason why vine went down there were kind of a lot of issues vine was like uh yeah vine was a mess yeah it was a mess it was like an app that twitter had like on the side it was like they're like ugly stepchild like they you know it was always this kind of like weird part of the internet and it never reached the level of tiktok obviously yeah TikTok's the number one social media app right now. Yeah. Um, but I thought of Vine because when Vine originally went down, a lot of people said it was because, well, the backbone of Vine and was what the one part that was making it so fun were the black creators and yeah. their content that they were making. And Vine wasn't prioritizing them at all. Um, the Vine's editor section rarely featured the videos being made by the most popular black creators on the platform and because they didn't want them to be the most popular yeah yeah and so then those 
uh, black creators started leaving Vine, what they would do is like they would just post their Instagram on Vine, basically trying oh, to get their followers right. to go over to Instagram instead. And, oh, and, and they can kind of control it more over yeah, there. That's, yeah, yeah, that's smart. And so, yeah, they left Vine. And, like, there were lots of issues with Vine, but that was one thing people said was, like, well, you prioritized the white, less less famous, less popular creators over the black creators. And now it's just, that was, like, gosh, when did what Vine... What they wanted Vine to be and, mm-hmm. like, what people were like were responding to on vine were like two different things that's why there was a disconnect like yeah 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 they wanted vine to be this like home garden thing which is what why i was like which is like weird it's like why do you want hgtv in nanoseconds yeah but that's it was it was it all the seeds for tiktok were in what was popular on vine were there like Those dances, just the funny challenges were happening. People doing comedy on it. Yeah, people doing comedy skits and yeah, things like people that. People showing their lives, like recording yeah. things they see when people are fighting at Walmart. Yeah, like those all that. scenes were, those seeds were planted um, on Vine. And now oh, they're those like. seeds fell off the Vine. Wow, look mm. at that. Look at that. Mm. And now they're kind of flourishing in TikTok, but TikTok. not quite, still not for the black creators. It's just like. Vine went down in 2016, and now they're just the same things happening again. Like, yeah. I don't think TikTok's gonna go down because yeah, yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen with this black with the black. Yeah, I don't think TikTok's gonna go down because like no, it's, definitely not. Yeah, it's like you huge. said, it's a totally different animal in Vine in the sense that like yeah, it's, and it's yeah, it's so hard. huge. Vine never got even no. close to this level. So like and. Twitter never wanted to really expand upon it. it. Yeah. But like, I mean, this problem of plagiarism and, you know, artistic theft, is just a different iteration Mm -hmm. that's been happening with with film, television, every music, every facet of media. Black artists have been saying this. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm happy that they're doing this. But I just, I, I wonder how, we can control mm-hmm. how to monetize the success, yeah. like the really popular black TikTok creators. If yeah. there's like a way for maybe like how pe- to monetize the culture, really? I mean, how yeah, to- that sounds gross, but like that's what. Well, I don't think it's monetizing the culture. I mean, things that they do are part of the culture because it's done by black no, creators. No, yeah, I know. But it, they want to monetize themselves, right? Yeah, but it it's. But I don't want to see, and obviously, like, white people get to monetize black culture, but black people don't. Right. Like, that's that's the issue. It's not, yeah. The problem is not, I mean, that's your for your own politics, your own God to deal with if yeah. you're monetizing it. But, like, um, we're all we're all prostitutes. We're all selling <laughs> something, okay? Yeah. But it's who gets to profit off of what. And, you know, inst- not Instagram, TikTok being all... Oh, we have. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's I get who gets the profit off of what, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it again, like TikTok, it just rings so hollow. Them being like, we haven't done our best to create a safe and flourishing environment for our black creators. It's like, oh 
oh my god like like those kinds of statements just drive from oh they're ring so hollow corporations just like it's such bs yeah like you know good well they don't give a fuck (laughs) they're like yeah oh my god they Uh, care less they're like yeah they're like oh we're gonna have to put out a new feature yeah like what can we do they'll pick one what they're gonna do is they're gonna pick one black creator and they're gonna prop them up yeah and then no one else is really gonna get to ride that wave it's not it's not a one ship whatever what's this saying lifts the wave lifts all the boats or something like that it won't be like that they're gonna pick one so that they a big tide lifts all boats yeah they're going to pick one so that they can just be like, hey, look, no, look what we're doing here. Yeah. We've, we're making, we're prioritizing him or her. And But maybe like the artists like Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce and other really well-known successful black comedians can kind of like not just have the black creators make the dances, mm-hmm. but like they can put them on, like maybe put them in their videos, like kind of celebrate the i mean that's yeah I feel like that's the only i mean i feel like people do do that yeah. but it can come off a little cringe honestly it i looks, know it, i would like, have a bunch of know, tiktok people running yeah, you know what i i just immediately thought of is katie perry having that like floss boy okay like yeah it looks like you're just like it looks like you you automatically make your age yourself and then like you just look like you're hopping on the internet trends. what's so good about tiktok is that it happens organically that like the well, when it does happen organically, you have like people like Drake who like, make, I mean, people add in things to their songs to make it happen. One of the reasons why Savage is so popular on TikTok is because Beyonce literally has that line where she's calling for people to just do the dance on TikTok. Hit TikTok when I dance. Yes, exactly. Not basically. Yeah, she blatantly is. So that's like a one way, to, and even that can kind of be so cringe. Like, and then like Drake. Oh, has, I thought that line was cringe. Yeah, me I too. Did. But yeah, I think putting them in your videos is like taking some stuff okay, too far. So but cancel my idea. No, Never mind. But there is another way you could do it. Is like Sorry. you know maybe they come on as like just like uh create like c- some kind of creative ends. Yeah, there we go. Like, That's what it's called. You know, creative consultant. Yeah, like so you. Really I mean, just, right? Influencers do a bunch of crazy yeah, different things. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. The internet's a dog-eat-dog world. Yeah. It's really hard to control. It's like, I'd love for us to solve how we, how, cultural operation uh, right now, right, right now on, on this, this podcast, show, but like, cultural appropriation is just, it, it, it will continue. Because it's just one cog in the yeah. entire, like, system. system of white oppression. Yeah. White oppression. Yeah. White oppression? Yeah, wait. I was like, wait. White supremacy. <laughs> White supremacy. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, God. I didn't know we had uh, Candace Owen yeah. on the show, right? <laughs> All lies. No, you're not no. Candace Owen. You still have your edges. I know. They're, they're, they're coming good. up. And they're, 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 they're coming out. Okay. Oh, I was worried I was putting too much um, castor oil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of We Might Be Overthinking This. Rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Um, thank you for listening. I'm your host, Aaliyah. I'm your other host, Sarah. Bye. Free Britney. Free Britney.
Hips tick tock when I dance. dance. On that demon time, she might start her OnlyFans. Only Big B and that B stand for bands. If you wanna see some real ass, baby, here's your chance. I say left cheek, right cheek, drop it low and swing. Texas up in this thing, put you up on this game. I be parking my frame. Gang, 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 gang. If you don't jump to put jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain. Please don't give me hype. Write my name in ice. Can't argue with these lazy bitches. I just raise my price. I'm a boss. I'm a leader. I pull up in my two-seater. And my mama was a savage. Nigga got this shit from Tina. I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Yeah. Sassy, moody, nasty. Yeah. Hacking, stupid, was happening. Was happening. Bitch, I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Yeah. Sassy, moody, nasty. Like the staying with the knees. He be like, damn, how that thing moving in the jeans? Ay, even D4L couldn't do it like me, like me. Mm-hmm. 